podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello listeners, in this very special edition of the Foot Weekly Podcast, I'll be getting some exclusive insights from EA's gameplay producers on all the new features from time finishing, skills and dribbling, game plans, plus long-running community issues like kickoff glitch, momentum, scripting and handicap. I'm your host Ben, and this podcast was made possible by the EA Game Changers Network. Before we get into this, I should say that, of course, uh, we only get a certain amount of time to do these things, and if we could have, we probably would have talked for days on all these issues, but the producers will mention during this podcast that they are going to work on pitch notes, which will put these things in a lot more detail and depth, and uh, we'll discuss all these things again once we have those. Um, we'll also be doing two really in-depth podcasts later this week, maybe even more, with the likes of YouTuber AJ3, um, Pro Player Lucasinio, Golden Bear, Flair, and Foot Economist. But let's get into this one. I started by asking Sam, who's lead gameplay producer, and Kancho, another gameplay producer, what they thought were the biggest new features in FIFA 19. So for me, the the biggest thing that's happening in, in, in FIFA, I'm, I'm going to talk about gameplay mainly because that's that's yeah, where I know the most, obviously. Uh, obviously, Champions League, that's very important, but that's, that's a different thing. That's yeah, a different yeah. story. So just in terms of gameplay, I think that if you combine two of our big features, uh, like Active Touch System and the 50-50 battles, that changes completely how the game plays. Why? Because the you see a lot of new animations, a lot of things that you didn't see before, and you see players playing those animations in the right context that would make sense. They show an actual urgency to go and get the ball. They, they understand what they need to do. They, they show that football instinct to, to recover the ball or just to not let you take the ball from me. For example, I'm not going to do it. In previous FIFAs, there were many cases where, let's say I'm dribbling, you're going to tackle me. My player kind of gives up, okay, get, gets out of the way, lets you take the ball. That's not realistic. It was an old way to solve basically uh, the, the, the case where you tackle me, then you get the ball. So we just try to take me out of the way. But that's not football. In real football, if you're going to tackle me, I'm not going to let you. I'm just going to make sure the ball goes in the direction I want it to go, not in the direction, not behind you. And, and now players actually do that. So it's actual physics resolving the scenar- scenarios. Um, if you could be maybe a stronger player, but if I'm in a better position, if I have, if the ball is closer to me, maybe I'm going to win that 50-50 battle. Uh, so all those uh, concepts that, that, that happen in real life, you see that in, in, in FIFA. And right away you see that, you see new animations, you see the, the active touch system also has other features like the, the, the flicks. The disguised ball control, the flicks, if you, if you uh, tap, if you flick the right stick, uh, you will be able to, to basically flick the ball anytime so you can start a volley, for example, or just to beat opponents. So th- there's a lot of things that you couldn't do before uh, that now you can in FIFA 19. And I think one of the things you just mentioned there quickly was the um, kind of players being able to retain the ball going through tackles kind of thing. I was like using Ronaldinho today. We didn't have the icons yesterday, but today I was trying him out. And it felt like him particularly was able to kind of go for a player and just keep the ball even though you weren't necessarily pulling off a skill move it seemed like the player had to 
be a good sort of solid strong tackler to actually win that ball back and sort of keep it if you like is that kind of what yeah 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 so so yeah so it, it, it definitely in the 50 50 situations Fernandinho has the ball you tackle you need to have a good tackle he's he's uh, he's pretty agile he's uh, he was also not he was also pretty like athletic as well strong as well so 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 he's definitely it's definitely harder um, so it creates also more personality and there is also some skill in ball like user skill in ball so if I'm playing if I'm pointing to the ball if I request the right action then I have more chances to oh so to it might have been that I was actually being quite smart in like moving the ball slightly away from where the tackler was as, as well yeah yeah, yeah there's, okay. there's a lot I, of I mean it was all me wasn't it like, let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kancho what's your um, kind of thing to look out for this year I guess yeah for me the two big things are the dynamic tactics and the time finishing so okay. the time finishing like adds a whole new level of user skill to the game that we've never had before. Mm -hmm. If you time that shot perfectly, you're going to have a greater chance to uh, score goals. Of course, it, it does depend on the situation. So, for example, um, a cross, you really have to um, take your time uh, on that second button press to wait till the ball gets to the to the player when you want to mm -hmm. press it. As opposed to when you're dribbling with the ball, it's it's a much quicker type of timing. Uh, press shoot and then press shoot again very quickly. So the skill is to learn what's the right timing and when when is that player going to contact the ball. Uh, so it's a, a big risk versus reward mechanic. If you mistime it, you're going to shank your shot. If you get it perfectly, uh, you will get a better shot on goal. So uh, could I interrupt with that? Because I was going to ask a few questions. I think a lot of people ask kind of, how does time finishing work? How can I time my finish correctly? Because I've put the trainer on playing the game, which helps. So you can see the little things moving across. And I, I guess people might remember, I mean, you both probably know as well, free kicks previously or penalties used to have a thing where the yeah, sort of, they would like kind of slide inwards and outwards and then you yeah. have to get it in the green. Yeah. It kind of yeah, reminds yeah. me of that a little bit. Is that kind of a similar thing in that players if they have better finishing have maybe like a wider sort of green area in the middle is it the same i can i can tell you the details so so no it it doesn't it's not similar to the previous year game so that thing is just so the bars that you see they're gonna basically shrink until they hit the green zone the green zone represents when the player is about to contact the ball that's that's how it is. So it's nothing to do with timing outside of the animation. So it's, in reality, is you don't need the trainer to properly time your shot. So you should be looking at the feet. You should be looking at the feet when okay. the player is actually going to contact the ball. And it, it's very hard to look at the feet because they move quite fast. It's just kind of looking at the animation in general. Is he about to contact the ball? That's when you have to, to press. So the bar the tra with the trainer helps you to visualize, to learn the mechanic. But once you know it, you don't really need that. And so in terms of that, like how does a player's stats like feed into that? So if, if a player has a better shot, does it mean like a better finishing is there more tolerance? Or so like? this is basically goes on top of, of the okay, regular yeah. attribute. So if, if the at shooting attribute is, I don't know, 50, then it, let, let's say it will make a, a good shot but if this if the a better shot, but if the shooting attribute is ninety, it will get like a much better shot. So basically, it's like how, how do you describe it? Like add on top more more accuracy uh, to the shot, but still the better player will have a better shot than somebody that is not. Okay, not cool. And what is the situation with players like taking the shot when they're not tight? So that, that, that's a good question. I think I can explain. So if you you can just request your shot like in all fifas like just press shot once and he will have a normal shot like p 15 no difference if you tap it again though is when the feature comes in if you do it too early you will see a red indicator red means you are definitely very early and you're shanking if you see yellow it means you're early 
is still a, you know, we're penalizing that shot. Uh, it's it's better to do a regular shot with no timing right. than have a yellow a yellow. Oh, okay, okay. So and then is the normal one, which is just a one shot. Or if you're late and you see a white, the indicator going white, that means you're late. So you already kicked the ball. The ball is already traveling to the goal, so we don't modify that trajectory. So uh, is a late shot equivalent to a normal shot? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. I think that's something good to understand. Yeah, yeah. And then if you have it right, then when the player is conducting, that's when it mm -hmm. goes green, and that's when the shot becomes better. And surely you're fully aware that like, the funny thing about this is last year everyone was just hammering of course. buttons really quickly. So the learning, the instinct is going to take a while to bet in, right? That's exactly, exactly. And, and, and we know about it. We know it, it will be a little bit hard at the beginning, but the thing is, when you learn it, it's much more rewarding to have a shot, a well-timed shot that actually scores than a random shot that you just took and then it yeah, scored. Yeah. So it really adds your skill. So now you know, okay, I missed the shot because I did it too early. It's my own fault. It's not yeah. just a random, a random Yeah, position. yeah, that's really good. So essentially, key thing to remember is Definitely do it, don't do it early because that's way worse than doing it late, I suppose. But also that potentially you might be better off just not timing it in some situations. Of course. I guess if it's, you're trying to shoot really quickly it, as the ball comes across the goal or something. There's two things that need to happen. One, the decision. Should I do it or not? I think that's the first thing. There's many cases where you just don't, don't do, do it, it because yeah, yeah. you risk it. So it's better to just have a normal shot if it's an easy context. But if you decide that you need it, let's say you're, you're losing in minute 89, whatever, and then uh, you really need to score, and it's not the simple, not the easiest context to score. Then you probably should try it. And then if you if you decide to go for it, if you execute well, then big reward. But you can also maybe be early, be late, and then so so there's two things: execution and the decision that needs to happen. So the, this was one uh, slightly anecdotal thing, Kancho, that someone mentioned. They felt that a normal shot felt like slightly delayed the timing of taking the shot. Is that true or is that just... No, the, there's actually no delay in the, the regular shots. Uh, the time finish feature, uh, time finishing feature is all about the second button press as you're going to kick the ball. So it, the, the shot animation will launch uh, whether you do a... will launch as early as possible whether you do a regular shot or, or an, uh, a time finish. It's all the same. It should be very uh, responsive. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't speak to that case that that, that was mentioned, but uh, it sh there should be no difference in the the responsiveness. Cool, that's good to confirm. I know a lot of um, people, you know, the likes of Kazoo, who love their skill moves, etc., have been really excited by the dribbling system. I know Kancho, for those who didn't listen last year, you were heavily involved in inf like, inputting, I guess, all the skill moves and things. And it feels like there's been quite a few changes in terms of that this year. But I think the thing that was like quite noticeable is stepovers and um, one particular skill, which I think will get a lot of attention, which is. Uh, not really a skill, it's a dummy. That's right, yeah. We were talking about the new fake shot uh, yeah, where yeah. the player opens up his body and then takes a touch uh, to the left or to the right. And you can do that by holding L1 on the PlayStation and fake shot or left bumper on the Xbox and fake shot to the left or to the right. Uh, it's one of the moves that is, is brand new in FIFA 19 and it, it, it's actually a long animation where the player opens up his body to, to fake as if he's going one direction, but then he... Uh, takes a dribble touch with the ball and goes in the opposite direction. So it's uh, it's a very long animation, so that's the skill. Like You have to time it properly. If you do it too late, you're going you're gonna to get tackled. But the uh, the benefit is that uh, there is a, a bit of a, an acceleration as he takes the ball, so you can actually get past an opponent. And what you're saying to me is it doesn't 
actually give as much of a speed boost as you it looks like it gives you is that correct? Yeah I mean the player is accelerating uh, he, he slows down to open up his body but then he accelerates out of it it's 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 almost the same as if you just took a regular sprint touch oh, like so a heavy right, touch if, yeah. if you just press sprint it's the same type of acceleration you just don't get sort of like this slow down and then acceleration and is it maybe the like the stage about reading the animation because people aren't familiar with it yeah as soon as people see what that animation looks like they're, they're going to be able to read it and um they're going to be able to know, like, okay, I see that animation, I can, I can reposition my defender. Mm-hmm. But then sort of the, the, the cat and mouse game to that is you can, you can uh, branch out, you can transition from the, that open up fake shot animation to something else. Like you can, you can kick the ball, you can open up as if you're going to shoot the ball and actually shoot the ball. So you can make your opponent think that you're going to dribble to the left, but actually you do shoot the Just ball. Just so. inside and shoot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so that's obviously an exciting new feature, and these are all kind of like mechanical gameplay things. But you mentioned this earlier, and game plan seems like a huge change from what we've seen previously. I was speaking to Mr. Dunn, who's like a very, very good player, who's I think he's won tournaments in the past, you know, pro player. Um, and he was saying he's, he's particularly excited about this, and I think a lot of people are, you know, on our podcast, we tend to talk about tactics a fair bit, and I think this is something that people already enjoy using how do you well sam first of all how do you feel things are going to change this year with those game plans what do you kind of anticipate people doing with them a lot of things so i think what we wanted is to make sure everybody has more control like you can be playing and without having to pause the game you can change everything formation player instructions tactics and basically that helps a lot so Uh, One other thing that you can do is, because you can customize everything, you can customize your ultra-attacking mentality to be defensive. You can you so so basically you you will be showing up that you are going attacking when in reality you are going defending. So it's up to you completely. Um, So I think this is going to be very very important for hardcore players, for all the uh, pro players. Uh, Obviously, it's quite an advanced thing that we don't expect uh, casual players to to probably to probably go ahead and set up everything. but uh, we are definitely going to see people using it, uh, changing mentality, changing yeah, everything, your game plan, when, when you score, when you concede a goal, you need to right, right away adapt. The, the problem that we would have is that people could just change it all the time. If I have the ball, I am this mentality. But if I just lose it, I'm going to right away switch it to this mentality so everybody defends. So that's, that's, a, that's a concern. So what we had to do, uh, it's, it has to have a little bit of delay. So when you request the, 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 the change, there's a few seconds uh, where, where it, that it takes to actually happen in the game. And that's just to, to create a more realistic game where you actually make the change because you tactically you need it, not because you are in offense, I need to be this formation yeah, and this. Yeah. So that's something else. But I think uh, it's, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a huge one. And not just because you can customize your game plans, it's also because the impact that each tactic has in the game it's huge. You right away can see, oh, this, yeah, this yeah. guy is definitely trying this because you can see that he has a lot of support or, or all the guys made attacking runs. Mm-hmm. So you can identify what's going on and because you can see what your opponent is doing, then you can also react and then you can also adapt. And that's exactly what we wanted to kind of create like a tactical war. It's okay, you're doing this, I'm going to do this, but I have these players, maybe I should do something else or my play style is this type. So, so there's a mm-hmm. lot of things that are going to be happening. I mean, I think a really good example of that we had earlier, I was playing for Economist and he was playing with, I think it was quite 
a wide attacking. So you can now set your width for both attack and defense, which yeah, you can do before. Separated, yeah, yeah. Um, but it meant that he had like basically his wingers were just always always open, always, always open. Yeah. And like so, at half time, switched to having a wider defense, and like yeah, and you was, were able to go. So yeah, and that's going to exactly that's going to push uh, people to probably use different formations as yeah, well. Yeah. No, so not everybody's going to be the same same formation. So it's going to create more variety, like in real. And I was thinking, you know, for the narrow formation, um, you know, people playing those narrow formations who've done so for I think the past two years they have yeah. been really common it could be quite interesting because it's always been a good way to, to defend against those with a really narrow defense but that meant that you like weren't wide and you attacked the starting position was too narrow essentially like when you go forward so now theoretically because you can set your attacking width quite wide mm, yeah. you can kind of have both yeah exactly, both. exactly. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether we see like less of those formations across the year um, which would be would you, would you consider that's like a, a job done or a good thing that you were looking to improve this year or is that with that for sure we just wanted to give you more and more tools like that what you just mentioned separating the the, the width that's important but there's other things like like not sure if you've seen it but you can say how many players will go into the box yeah yeah when you go to the wing that's also quite important and not just that you can also say how many players will go into the box for a corner kick and for a free kick so all those things are new as well and they come out from the same idea of have, making sure that you have more tactical control on how your, your your players are doing, and the one where you go to the wing and everybody goes to the box is also very very obvious, and uh, you will probably see some people trying to cross a lot. Uh, so so it's 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 going to be an interesting year in terms of tactics. Great, and and in terms of that kind of stuff you said about um, you were maybe looking like it could be an issue if people constantly changing like yeah, when they're attacking oh, the sure. Um Did you consider maybe doing it so that when the ball goes out? The, uh, we we the consider change. different things, yeah. but sometimes it takes forever for the ball to go out, right? So yeah, if you're yeah, losing and then you want to change half, half or half before a ball goes out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So 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 we were discussing different ways to do it. Um, we just thought uh, same in real life. Like you you try you cannot you change tactics. You need to communicate to the team, to the entire team, so everybody adapts. So it takes some time for everybody to actually understand what's the new way to to play, right? So so that's why we also put okay, let's we need to try to make it a little bit more realistic and. And, and prevent people from changing it all the time. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, we've obviously uh, spoken a bit about shooting, um, but in terms of like player stats, I don't know, it's something that people always kind of wonder, like how much, what do player stats do? What do they mean? Um, last year we actually talked about composure, didn't we? I think as a um, thing, one of the ones that um, people have asked since is about uh, what impact like reactions has. Um, is it like a because you have see defenders really really high reactions and you see attackers with really high reactions. So is it just how quickly a player reacts to a specific thing in the game happening? Is it like anything or? I can, I can talk about the goalkeeper specifically. Like reactions play a big role in how quickly he's able to react to a, a okay. to any type of shot. So it's it's a combination of the reactions attribute and the goalkeeper reflexes attribute. Those mm -hmm. two combined and averaged out determine how well he can react to certain shots. So like a goalkeeper who's very uh, very good at reactions will be able to, 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 to basically launch a save earlier than uh, a goalkeeper with low reactions. And it might interest our listeners to hear that De Gea has particularly high reactions, doesn't he? I think he perhaps has the highest reactions in the game of any keeper, which is kind of one of the reasons why I think one of the sort of reasons why he's been so popular over the past year is actually because of that. But people didn't really, I mean, there were saves with feet trait people thought was really important, which is true. But reactions are actually also really important on keepers. And another interesting thing is in foot, I don't know whether you guys know this, being gameplay producers, but the goalkeepers didn't get their reactions upgraded um, until end of an era cards, at the end of the year. They did actually boost reactions. So it was quite interesting that people often thought 
like say De Gea's team of the year wasn't massively improved. And I don't know whether it was that, but I think a lot of goalkeepers didn't have their reactions increased. And I think that led to people thinking that the goalkeepers weren't improved when actually it was just that stat having an impact. So it's yeah. quite interesting to hear that because that connects yeah, in with that's, that's actually the first time I've, I've heard of that, but it, yeah, is, yeah. It, is, uh, it is half of the equation, the yeah, reaction. Yeah. So the goalkeeper, goalkeeper reflexes attribute was probably increased. Mm. But then since the reactions attribute was not, mm. then, then it's like if, if it's a boost, it's half a boost and then, yeah, then, yeah. then a full boost. Cool. And and then just you know, uh, not sure if you've heard about the pitch notes, uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, website where we are yeah, talking yeah. about. So we are planning to to continue releasing information about specific details on how all the attributes, traits, and everything how it works in gameplay. So eventually, you will see more information on what exactly every mm. little thing is. Yeah, going in the, game. Really the only thing is next year we'll have nothing to talk about because everything. <laughs> <laughs> in the there shows. will be something. <laughs> um, so one of the other stats that I was just wondering whether you uh, could explain. I know you said this last year, but I think it's good to get it on the record. What impact does composure? Composure is the distance at which the player starts feeling the pressure from an opponent. Yeah. So. Uh, so if I have good composure, you can be you as a defender can be quite close to me, and I'm still not gonna really feel the pressure. So when I take a shot, for example, uh, my shot is gonna be quite good. But if my composure is not good, is is low, then I start getting worried that you're getting closer, and then when I have the shot, my shot will have. Uh, more errors. So basically, it's that distance that some players can handle, some others uh, cannot get more nervous, or, or whatever they want to get rid of the ball, they don't put the same uh, the same accuracy in, in, in the shot. Um, so that's what uh, what composure is doing. And I'm just firing through these uh, quickly. So vision as well. So what I think of it as is like how good they are at sort of identifying the pass. Do you want them to play? Yeah, actually, this year we've uh, made some improvements to how we deal with vision uh, attribute, specifically for passing. So a high-rated uh, vision attribute player for passing has an awareness of who's who, or what teammates are behind him, and so he can actually make a, a good pass even when there's a teammate close by. Uh, right behind him, whereas a bad uh, vision attribute player, he's not going to have an awareness of teammates even to the side of him. He's only going to be aware of players sort of uh, in, in his forward-facing direction. Uh, okay, cool. uh, so if he does try to make a pass backwards, mm. it's going to have much more error to it. So it's, it's you know, trying to replicate the, those great passers like the Bruyne who, who seem to have like, like that vision all around them and then they can make accurate passes anywhere where their teammates are. Mm. Um, so, so what that means for a low at, lower attribute player in terms of vision is he needs to face the teammate for, for a second and then make a pass in order to make, make a more accurate pass. Yeah. If you just turn and pass right away, it's going to be less accurate than, than a player who has a higher vision attribute. And that really helps basically personality in the game. Like this year you will feel more like uh, players like Tony Cross, uh, Tony Cross or um, Busquets, for example, which they're kind of slow. So in previous yeah. FIFAs, you don't really use those players. Now, because they have good vision, because they have good passing, they will be more effective. You can do better passes with them, even if they are not facing okay. uh, the players. It's so. interesting, because you did say that last year. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't <laughs> quite sure whether that, that was the case last year. But, yeah. Every year every year we try to do But I mean, I that. suppose, you know, it's, it's progress. Like, I did feel like in certain situations, those players were good. Maybe, you know, having 50 pace was a bit difficult, but players with, like, maybe 70s or whatever, in some situations were helpful. You, you need to try again. We definitely, but, every, every year we do yeah, more yeah. and more. To, and I think, you know, I always think when I'm having this conversation with you, you know, you are gameplay producers, you're not foot producers. And actually, as time goes on, foot, the cards get crazy. And I guess, I don't know, are you starting to account for that 
in, oh, yeah. in your because obviously like you don't when you're thinking of normal kickoff you don't have players with almost all 99 stats it's crazy oh yeah yeah for sure yeah, we also play uh, with thought I, yeah. icons for example like from the beginning for us okay. when we develop the game we can uh, we can have any player we want so we make teams with full of icons right now from the very beginning and we, we test the game with both so we need to make sure that whichever players you have still the game it's, it's, it's okay obviously if you have like, like, like a team with all the icons and the best players it's 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 game is faster and yeah, it's yeah. and it's probably easier to pass easier to shoot um yeah, so so every year we try to adjust everything to make sure it makes and so sense. another sort of myth busting thing traits a few people seem to think that they only affect it when the computer or the ai is controlling the players uh, my understanding is that they don't is that correct? so some of them is only for for the yeah, computer yeah. but there's some that that also have like to do shot, for the, example is that? yeah yeah exactly for the accuracy or for the animation that's going to yeah, select yeah. but what, what's going to happen is you will see uh, as i mentioned in the pitch notes like yeah, yeah. more information about like what yeah, and why yeah. all those things yeah. we're trying to be more transparent Mm. Uh, in everything uh, also like the question you asked me last year about uh, scripting momentum in the game yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like there's many things that we in the future we want to yeah, we want yeah. to cover to make sure there's all the information that, that, that we can yeah. give you in terms of how we make the game why it doesn't make sense for us to put any momentum or scripting like, that doesn't make sense at all um, so so, so yeah you will see more, more information so uh, in terms of that like I always think it's good to get you to say it so just to confirm, there is no momentum scripting or handicap in yeah, the game. There's absolutely nothing. We don't have yeah. any uh, like any reason to put that in the yeah, game. Yeah. As I explained before, we just try to put the, the, the football concepts into the game. So what happens in real life, we try to replicate that. And in real life, you see cases where players make mistakes or, or where they, um, they score in minute 94 or 95 or they score in minute 92 and then in minute 95. It happens. It happened in the World Cup. It happened in different, in different parts. And... Uh, Obviously, when you're playing and it happens to you, you may not be very happy, but that's football. And, uh, and you will remember when it happens in minute 93, but you will not remember if somebody concedes in minute 32. Yeah. So Is that uh, at all like the reason why you can s now you can see how many minutes you're ticking through uh, in, yeah, in this game sure. currently? Because previously it just said plus four or whatever. Now yeah. you can actually see the minutes, which I guess does give people more context as to how long actually those, that time is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that, that's one thing that we wanted to do to make sure you, yeah. know, you know what's going on. You know that, okay, now if the game should finish, if, uh, if there's two added minutes and then it's already minute, let's say, 92, and uh, but the ball is still in the box. The clock may continue going because it's still a dangerous situation. But yeah, whenever yeah. it gets clear, then you will see it. Finishing. Yeah, yeah, that's quite good as well because now you actually are aware of quite you know how close the game is to finishing. Whereas sometimes it was hard to tell, wasn't it? Like whether you are very close to the end or you're just dying. You yeah, know, you and as know. I mentioned before, if you check how many goals are scored in FIFA in every minute of the game, it's, it's, it's pretty much the same. It's, it's like pretty pretty constant. Oh, yeah. There's as not like the, you have the stats and you know. Yeah, exactly, it, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we have access to stats about everything, yeah. and then we can see how it's it's, it's pretty even. Uh, obviously, minute minute uh, one, for example, now it's very hard yeah. to score, but but after that it gets normalized and then it's, it's, it's pretty. And one thing we have loads of questions about um, is uh, the kickoff kind of glitch, <laughs> uh, as people yeah. wanted to call it. Like I know it changed. You know the situation changed last year. My understanding was that the belief was it wasn't a huge issue. But obviously, it was patched. Like, as in, yeah, there wasn't the belief that you that it was a problem, but it was eventually patched, even though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we we heard a lot of feedback from a yeah. lot of the players. Because it's pro players mainly that were complaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we we created a patch. Mm. Creating a patch is not simple. It yeah, needs yeah. to be tested and for many many days and weeks, and then. 
Um, so then uh, we, we, we created that and then people like players started adapting to a new way to score after kickoff. Um, so, so we tried basically to understand from everybody playing the game, not just from pro players, from casual players, from just regular hardcore players, what are the problems. And uh, the, uh, what, we, what we felt is happening in FIFA, obviously, it's, it's easier. In FIFA, FIFA 18 is quite easy to pass sometimes. So uh, it's a more attacking game than defending the defensive game. Like FIFA 17, you could defend a little bit easier than FIFA 18. FIFA 18, there's more goals than FIFA 17. Yeah. Just because it's more attacking, it's more, more of a little bit more assisted game in terms of passing. Uh, you could do the low shots. If you put everything together, it may become a little bit easier to score from kickoff where the attacking team has momentum forward and the defending team is just standing. Mm. So we try to tweak things a, a little bit in, in, in marking uh, after kickoff to try to make it a little bit harder, a little bit easier to defend. And then people started adapting in a different way to score goals from kickoff. What I can tell you, though, is for 19, all the defensive positioning with the new tactics is, is, is new. Okay. So it's kind of a, a brand new start. We've been testing. We think uh, right now it's, it's completely different. It's not a problem. Uh, but obviously, we are going to be monitoring the game to see to see what problems are there. If that's a problem, then we may need to, yeah, we may yeah. need to change it again. And, uh, I mean, that, like is good news and I think one of the things that um, people were saying I know, chatting to Mike LaBelle he was saying that he thinks that defending feels slightly more manual I don't know whether that's something that you've yeah 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 yeah. so, so there's a couple of things first of all um, the deceleration of the players is a little bit uh, faster they can they can change directions a little bit faster oh, okay, right, right. and that allows you to stay in a one-on-one -on -one in a much better position than before sometimes in pre-FIFA team previous FIFA you knew that the dribbler it was going to cut inside and then beat you that way and you tried to do that and then you couldn't defend even though you knew so now in FIFA team because player you, you if you change directions the players will be a little bit faster to to do it then you can mark better that's one thing it, but that's for manual defending that's when you are controlling the guys and then uh, the second part which is the AI defending for you again it's all the, all the positioning is, is, is brand new and then we try to incorporate those concepts where, where uh, the, if you do a fake the AI should probably bite in that, in that fake uh, so, so it's, it's, it's a new game you, you kind of need to cool. start again um, and then just one question we had from uh, Swiss Chicken he says uh, how has uh, heading been changed this, in this installment uh, I mean it did feel like Near post headers were quite OP from corners, but then yeah. maybe crossing wasn't really used at all. Uh, that's, that's that's a very good point. So for 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 crossing, what you're gonna see is a little more variety. It will be more effective because of the new tactics, because you can put more people in the box. It's your choice. And uh, once in a while, they will be more effective. We tweaked also the trajectory of the cross. It's more realistic now. It's a little bit nicer. Corner kicks, yes. Uh, near post corner kicks sometimes were uh, very hard to defend, but we made a lot of changes actually to try to make sure that um, there's more realistic behaviors. The defenders are more aware. They just need to get into the ball and deflect it somewhere. Uh, so it's definitely not as OP this year in terms of uh, of near post corner kicks. Uh, and in terms of crossing, is there's more variety. So you will once in a while score more goals with crosses than before. So it's a more balanced game. Okay, great. And I think uh, the observation that I had about the game was I felt like I noticed there's criticism this year of passing uh, the way that you can kind of like pass around the box quite a lot and eventually almost a pass becomes a through ball. Does that... Does that make sense? In FIFA 19? Yeah, in FIFA 18. 18, oh yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And then this year, I feel like defensive, you're saying about defensive positioning and that might be part of it, but it, it just feels like interceptions just feel that much more um, effective. Like yeah. they, the passing through players doesn't seem quite 
I agree. There's 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 different things. First one is yes, interceptions are a little bit more uh, more accurate in terms of the players making a decision: should I try or not to intercept it? So they will be better. So it's a little bit harder to pass. You need to think more where you're gonna pass. That's one thing. The other thing is with the tactics, you can put now pressure. Like FIFA 18, you could just pass, pass, pass. If you're winning, waste a lot of time. Yeah. FIFA 19, you actually have the tools to prevent that by right away putting pressure with the tactic that you set up from the team management management, or with the quick tactics. There's a team press uh, with with the D-pad, actually, sorry. Uh, and then uh, and then you see, you decide when your your teammates put pressure on the opponent. So there's different things uh, going on that, that make the game feel quite different for both attacking and defending. You have more tools. When you're defending, when you're attacking, it's a little bit, the passing is a little bit more, more, more manual because uh, there's, you cannot just do pass, 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 pass without thinking, and interceptions are a little bit stronger. Mm, that's good. And then, am I right in thinking you can manually control the keeper even more this year? Yeah, that was one of the new features we added this year. Yeah, yeah. So with the right stick, if you click it in and move the right stick in any direction, that's where the goalkeeper will yeah, move. Yeah. So you can anticipate if the attacker is going to take a shot to the far post, you can reposition him a couple of steps to the far post, be in a better position to save it. So it's not like making a save, but it's just positioning. No, it's goalkeeper. pure, pure yeah. positioning. But that makes a, a big difference. So mm. if, if he's covering the, the far post more than he is the near post, uh, he's, he's just going to be able to save it that, that much better. And you can do it on uh, set pieces too, which is really cool. So oh, on the cool. corner kicks, you can anticipate that he's going to you know, put it on the, the sort of where the penalty spot is, um, the corner. So mm. you, can, you can move him out a little bit. Of course, as we saw in real life recently, Di Maria scored a goal directly from the corner. Yeah, so, yeah. so you could even do that in FIFA. If you see the, your opponent taking your goalkeeper trying to anticipate the cross coming in from the corner, the, uh, the corner kick taker could actually score directly from the corner or, or, or put it somewhere where the goalkeeper isn't. So it is like a cat and mouse game where if you notice the goalkeeper is out of position, you can shoot to the, to the, to the part of the goal where, is, where he's open, left it open. Nice. And then the final thing I think which a lot of people might want to know is last year, obviously, the patch came quite early in the FIFA calendar. I mean, it came before the first weekend league. Do you know whether you have any intention of doing that again? Because it seemed to meet a lot of criticism uh, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, uh, we're definitely listen- listening to feedback. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, the intention is to let you play the game for longer without us patching it from, okay. from the very beginning. Uh, obviously, if there's something critical that we really have to fix yeah, and yeah. everybody's cheating in some way, then we, we have to. Um, but we, we, we feel like gameplay is in a very solid state. So... So the, the idea is to actually let you play, and then later, if we have to modify things, we will probably do it, but we will be working with the community uh, and try, try to make the timing of the patches the, the best we can. Great. Cool. I think that's it. And I think the last thing is I want to say thank you to all our listeners who I didn't name check all of them, but your questions were great, and uh, do keep them coming across this year, and we'll try and answer them. But also, thank you very much to Sam. Thank you very much. No, no, it's, it's great to hear from you again, and thank you to Kendrick. Great yeah. to be here. Great to be here. If you enjoyed that, then please do subscribe because there'll be plenty more for you over the next week. You can do that by searching Foot Weekly on your podcast provider of choice. If you're on an iPhone or anything like that, just search for the uh, podcast app and you'll find us there. You'll also be able to find us on Foothead and uh, you'll find us on Twitter at Foot Weekly Pod. You can also follow me at Foot Weekly Ben. Until next time, have a good one. Tears rolled into the ocean And now I'm looking for a reason why You even set my world into motion Cause you're
At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide.